On an otherwise normal Sunday morning in the ER, a supervising doctor was expecting to start the day off with a bang. I mean, in an inner city hospital, that's literally what happens. People come in with gun wounds all the time. But today, when he opened the curtain for his first patient, instead of seeing a bloody mess from two gun wounds, one for the entry wound and one for the exit wound, he saw something else, even though the blood was still all over the place. This wound was a stabbing, and it was gruesome. There was nerve damage, severed bone and tendon, and the victim was in obvious amounts of pain, but this wasn't a normal stabbing. First of all, the stabbing wound wasn't anywhere near a vital organ. Secondly, the man didn't have wounds anywhere else on his body, a clear sign that there would have been some kind of physical struggle. But the third reason, and this is what caused the most concern, was that this serious wound was self-inflicted. That's right, his first patient had stabbed himself. After he finished cleaning, dressing, stitching, and fixing up this patient, he got another call to another stabbing patient, and this stabbing wound was in the exact same spot. Surprised, the doctor visited this patient and fixed him up as well. What did these patients have in common? They both brutally stabbed themselves in their non-dominant hand. Why would somebody do that? Tune in and you'll find out. Just remember, this episode is not for the faint of heart. Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. We give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. Welcome to the show, all you panic-hungry listeners. Today's episode has everything you could want. There's blood, food, and best of all, we have a man with more movie references than Google has irrelevant advertisements, <laughs> Tyler Mason, and the man with a voice so manly, Chuck Norris wants to use it for his answering machine. Welcome, Eli. How are you doing this, this fine oh. evening, gentlemen? <laughs> oh, man. I am oh. well. <laughs> oh, that was, that was great. Oh, goodness gracious. Well done. Well done. You got me. Good monologue. Very, I know. Seriously, like, that's, now, that's such a high note. We got nowhere but down from here to go. Yeah. So that's what I was worried about. We'll be here next week. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> oh, man. No, so, you, yeah, I mean, it's a cliffhanger, honestly, Randall. It's a cliffhanger. It is. Yeah, that was the point. Um, I thought uh, I thought I'd start with a cliffhanger, and we're going to try something new this week. See if it see if it sticks. We're going to start off with the question of the week, and we'll lead in and, and see if you can all y'all can figure out what's going on. Um, so here's the question, and either of you can answer in whatever order you'd like. Um, would you rather, while you're making dinner, stab yourself in the hand or spill boiling water on that same hand? So we're going to save that for the listeners, right? I mean, you, Tyler and I, are, you don't want us to answer, do you? No, oh, no. Answer. I'm just curious. Oh, no, that's, oh boy. That's for us. Okay. I'm going to answer in my traditional way. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. Do it. No, 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 please. No, no, please, by all means, show me. Hey, show me the voice. <laughs> all right, fine. All right. 
it, it depends. It depends on how. It depends on the the manner in which the boiling water is spilled on my hand. Like if it's quick. Oh man, this is tough because it's like the severity of each matters to me. But if I'm going well, to go, give me context, I'll, Randall. I'll make it easy. Healing time, nerve and skin damage, skin damage, and everything else is the same. Okay, that does make it easier. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to go stab because cool scar, um, cool story, boiling can really kind of the, the scar is not cool. It's very, it's very, um, very uncool. If you if, if you have a burn, you know that the scarring isn't great. And uh, my condolences to anyone that's had a serious burn injury. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go stabbing because I just think it's more manly, like my voice. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's funny that you went, talked about the severity immediately of the boiling water i was thinking the emerity, the severity of the stabbing but i'm gonna have to agree with you um i'd go with the stabbing uh dirk bentley said it best um the chicks dig the scars so you know you come up with a cool story and suddenly bada boom you got a conversation starter i like it stabbing <laughs> sounds good. good uh i would pick Mm, I don't know what I'd pick. I had a friend who had boiling, boiling coffee spill on his hand because he tried to save it when his kid knocked it off the stove, and uh, it was it was pretty bad. But then nice. I looked at the Instagram pictures of these stabbing wounds in the hands with knives still in them, and I'm like, both of them make me cringe. Ooh. And so if I have to pick one, like hold a gun to my head, I would probably pick boiling because at least I know that I won't be bleeding all over the place. I mean, most mostly just for cleaning up the mess afterwards. I think I'm going with. Uh, <laughs> with a boil wound <laughs> there you go. There's a, no there's not and and just kind of as a, as a, a quick story I, I don't know if it was popular in your school was, i'm hoping it was just popular in mine in like third grade fourth grade when kids wanted to get out of uh, assignments in class that stabbed themselves in the hand with a pencil what yeah it was a it was a it was a common thing that happened i don't know why but that stabbed the palm so that's where I was kind of thinking stab too. I was like, ah, it's not bad. I mean, kids did it all the time. So anyway, all right, I digress. Let's get to our, let's get to our content. That was fun. All right. Well, today's episode is, is relevant to this question. It's about something called avocado hand. Now, without having context, um, avocado hand sounds like some kind of gross skin disorder, at least when I thought about it, like your hand kind of shrivels up and looks like an yeah. avocado, like too much sun or like a gigantic mole. Um, it is none of those things. <laughs> and uh, this this topic was slightly more relevant during the Super Bowl because that's actually when avocado hand is, is rears its ugly head the, the, the highest oh, is, yes. is, is when that happens. It's actually true that that's when Guacamole. it happens the most is the week, week, week leading up. Yep. Um, so there's two ways to contract avocado hand. First of all, the, the, the one thing that you have to do is you, you generally have to be male in order to get avocado hand. Like it just doesn't happen – to the other the other half of the human race for whatever reason they know how to use a knife when they're cutting an avocado um the second the the, the first the first way to get it is you, you take a sharp knife and you attempt to cut your avocado in half while it's still in your hand only to slice through the avocado and cut straight into your hand so that's that's mm. the first way is just to slice right in and the second way is actually more disturbing at least to me is you you successfully slice the avocado in half and then you go to stab the pit and pull it out, and the the blade glances off the pit and goes straight through your hand. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, 
Well, you said that this is how oh you contract gosh. it, but it sounds to me like that's more how you inflict it than contract it, because that just sounds like no. a, a bit of Darwinism to me. Tomato, tomato. When I was so. doing some research on this, one of the one of the headlines in the, one of the websites um, from a bone and a bone joint dot net is: uh, Are you at risk for avocado hand? <laughs> <laughs> like, there's a demographic. You know, Randall, you touched on it. You know, it is it is primarily men um, that are that are unskilled in this kind of craft. So, but I mean, do your research, you? guys. I, do your research. I've got to ask, do, do you guys cut avocado? Well, first, let's start with this. Do you eat avocado at home? Because we eat a lot of them. Do you guys eat avocado? Almost every day. Okay. So, Randall, okay. yes. I don't, eat as my, I don't eat as many as you do. I We do eat avocado. I have cut and sliced avocado uh, plenty of times in my life. Okay. Uh, but no, so, I don't think I'm as much of an avocado head as you guys. So, you go to your kitchen drawer, right? You got your avocado. You go to your kitchen drawer. What utensil, specifically, what utensil... Do you pull out of your kitchen drawer to cut your avocado? I'm, I'm curious here because... Paring knife. You, you go for the paring knife? Butter knife every time. Wait. I use a butter knife. Okay. So so of the three of us, one of us is likely to get avocado hand and it's the one that eats avocado the, the least. There it is. A butter knife. Like seriously, I, I was thinking to myself, how do you... How? Avocado, they're, they're fleshy. Wow. They're soft if they're ripe, right? You don't need a paring knife. Butter knife, you cut it all the way around so you're good. And then how do you do I'm literally it? at risk for avocado hand. You are. You, you, this is an intervention here, Eli. We're talking to you. Thank you, guys. I, mean, I love you guys. Thank you so much for caring about me. Thank you. Thank you. I will make – I will change. I can change. You can. You can. It starts first with admission. I so. have a problem, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So since we're on this, since we're on this, this vein here, you, you got your avocado. You cut it with your butter knife. Don't stab it. You take the butter knife, and I'm motioning here like everybody can see. You can't, but that's okay. Just just picture. And you take the butter knife, and you you chop like you're uh, uh, going to come. Uh, what would that be across the the pit, so that it goes in just a little bit, and then you twist and it pops right out. No risk of avocado hand because you got a butter knife. You're literally safe. There it is. I mean, that's, like a, that's a hack. That's, that's like a, a hack. that's a that's a that's a avocado hand hack that belongs like in BuzzFeed. Like use this one hack to, <laughs> you know, to prevent injury. You know, that's, that's what I can see. That's, that's the headline I can see. And, you know, I was, as I was doing my research, there's another way that I am ignorant and super at risk of getting avocado hand. And that is I use the paring knife, not only to slice it, which I'm now learning is overkill, but I use the paring knife to take the pit out as well and just because it's in my hand already, and, and maybe it's laziness, but I don't reach for a spoon or a fork or anything like that. I just use the knife in my hand. And like Randall said in his monologue, that is one of the biggest culprits of avocado hand is trying to get the pit out. <laughs> it's so bad. Did you guys see any of the pictures on Instagram of people with the blood and stuff? Oh, I actually I came did. Across I should have many pictures. Oh, it made me feel sick to my stomach. Like they, they had literal they had knives through their hands. Like, like I, first oh. off, I don't know what kind of pent up aggression you have to want to stab a pit <laughs> that hard <laughs> to go straight through your hand. Like it doesn't like, are you like what? I, I don't understand if you're trying that hard 
to get through that no, pit. Like, yeah, that is a little over-aggressive. I kind of use the paring knife as like a shovel. So maybe fair. I'm doing I maybe I'm doing it half right. I don't know. <laughs> I just oh my gosh. I just got the the heebie jeebies when I was looking at those pictures. I just I could what I don't do blood well, so those are the worst kind of GBs, so I'm really sorry to hear that. Yeah, they are. So here's another one that I found, because it's not just avocados that cause this, although avocado hand is like the perfect name for it to get people's attention. But pretty much anytime you're cutting something in your hands, it can happen. I found, in my research, I found that avocado aren't the only things that can cause injuries in the, in the kitchen. Is there anything that you're holding in your hand that you're cutting? I got a quote here from... Uh, New York, uh, New Yorker bagels.com, which made me hungry because mm, these bagels look fantastic. Yeah. But here's a quote. It says this Americans ate an estimated 3 billion bagels at home in 2011 an average about 11 per person. Ooh. And in the course of slicing up those bagels, almost 2000 people cut their fingers so badly that they ended up in, a, in an emergency room. By the finger cut to ER metric, that makes bagel cutting the fifth most dangerous activity in the American kitchen. Oh my so, gosh. Okay, so this that's crazy. Yeah. This is where I can I can flaunt my quarter Jew. Like I'm a quarter Jewish and I, I love and <laughs> I embrace that part of my heritage and ancestry. Um, I have probably sliced more bagels than many of our listeners, maybe even most of our listeners. And here now, while I don't have good avocado slicing skills, as we've established, I do have excellent bagel cutting skills. And I have not I have not cut myself slicing a bagel since I was a child. Um, And there really is a proper way to do it. And Tyler, I don't know if you found that or if you were going to to go over that. But um, if you don't have that content, anyone listening, go, you know, Google or YouTube search the proper way to slice a bagel and just like Tyler's hacks for the avocado, it will change your life. <laughs> well, the thing I found interesting in this first was like a, a bagel faux pas. It was talking about don't cut a frozen bagel. Who freezes their bagels? That's what I want to know. I do. Mm, you can, have a bagel. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> uh, Randall, Randall and I both you, freeze bagels. You're yeah. a quarter Jewish and you freeze your bagels? I, look, it's, I'm not. It's not my proudest thing. I'm like, I'm not proud of it. And, and, and oh, no, I think my I think my, my family, my Jewish family would frown upon that. But you can definitely freeze them and you can definitely thaw them and they're good. Um, have you bought if I could throw my headset down and storm out of the room, I would. Right. <laughs> That's now. fine. We don't. We would don't, you we flip don't a table if you could flip a table? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Start whipping me. No, I, I get uh, I get bagels um, like the throw out bagels, so a whole trash bag of them. It's like full. And so we yeah. have to freeze them. Yeah, because otherwise they'll go bad. Yeah. Yeah. We, we get bagels by, we get, we, we get, we get bagels by the, by the bulk pretty much as well. Um, so it's the same thing. We have a, we have a freezer in the garage that is just a standing commercial freezer that we keep out there and it's loaded with meat and uh, lots of different types of bread actually. So because I thought we you were are... going to stop at bagels. <laughs> meat and bagels. It's the bagel That's freezer. Just with bagels. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So there's other such thing as a bagel uh, finger. There's avocado hand. Is there bagel finger? Probably. I don't know (laughs) what that would look like. Maybe, maybe when you're missing a finger. Um, I actually, I almost chopped my finger off last April. 
Um, really? But that was that was from cutting a watermelon. Ah, um, watermelon finger. Should have known. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. That's what happens when you're cutting a watermelon and you're down to like, you know, the last part is the most dangerous part to cut. Yeah. And I had my family telling me stories and talking to me while I was cutting and I looked up and sliced and then just went straight into my finger. And, uh, it was pretty gnarly. It was a cut go knife. And, Ooh. um, I mean, at least it was a clean cut. And that'll do it. <laughs> You know, Which that, that'll do so, it, and then they'll so hear you the on how well it slices your finger. Oh yeah, I mean it was a perfect slice. <laughs> don't don't cut distracted. Don't cut distracted. And honestly, don't, I I don't cut distracted. The, the big thing that I got from this is you probably don't want to cut with a dull knife either, though. Like, mm. not not necessarily Ouch. for that, but lots of times dull knives glance off objects, and it's more likely to bounce off and hit your hand. That's one of the big reasons people cut themselves. Um, so did you, uh, Eli, I wanted to circle back around to something you said, and this may or may not be relevant, but you said, um, something about, um, the, the, the question knowing, are, are you, are you prone or likely to get avocado hand? Do you, do you remember yes, that comment? You yes. Said? What was, was that? What was, was that? Are again? you, are you at risk of avocado hand? So I was wondering what kinds of things would come up when you continue this questionnaire, if you kind of go further down, what, what, what people would be asking themselves. So like, you, if you're wondering if you're at risk, would it be something like, um, do you have a tendency to, I don't know, cut objects while they're still in your hand? Like, I, I don't even know what kind of proclivities people would have in order to, to even consider themselves at risk for getting avocado hand. Well, well, the first the first item they have here, they really don't have any more than just this one. It says, uh, if you peel or cut avocados, you may be at a higher risk for avocado hand injury. Oh, so that's kind of a pretty obvious one. <laughs> so, like, do you... so don't eat avocado and you don't have to worry. About I was it. thinking no, 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 more it's like don't slice avocado and you don't have to worry about it. You can eat it all you want. You just can't slice it. <laughs> do you uh, cut things with your eyes closed <laughs> so there is there is another thing that they allude to here they, because uh, because an avocado is relatively small they're they're actually saying here that people with larger hands and this is another element where another variable for me where i'm at even further risk is it, people that have larger hands are more likely to hold it because it seems easy to control in your large hand so if you have small hands, you are less at risk because you're more likely to put it on the table or the cutting block uh, or the cutting board in order to, to cut it. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. So there is a benefit to having a petite hand. There, I think there is in, in this case, yeah. I keep thinking of more things. Do you, do you have poor hand-eye coordination? <laughs> do you like to <laughs> grab long knives and toss them around the house? I don't know. There's all kinds of... Yeah, sorry. This is probably going nowhere, but I just <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one, Randall. Here's another If you've one. got Parkinson's, you should not cut your yes, avocado. That that is that is probably true. He, another one is cutting it listed here. If your avocado is not fully ripe, you are at higher risk of injury because it's harder and if you're using a dull knife, um it's like like you said, Randall, it's likely to glance off that hard avocado. Um, and therefore increasing your risk of avocado hand. You're probably thinking you need to stab that pit harder too. 
<laughs> for sure because if the flesh of the if, of the fruit is is hard you're gonna you're just gonna be inclined to really hack away at that pit for sure <laughs> they say here yeah, the man. reduce to reduce it put it on a cutting board that's i see that all over these articles by the way use a cutting board first and foremost do not hold it while you slice now if you're someone that like if you're a cook or a chef or you're one of these – I thought about these guys before, like these hibachi-type guys and gals that, that that flip their knives in their hands while they're slicing. You know, these people that are magical with knives. Um, unless you're one of those, just use the cutting board and use a butter knife. And you bring your chance of avocado hand coming into your home to near zero. <laughs> Oh man! Actually, well, I found another stat that we need to to dump on this fire too. That the, the uh, I was looking for it, and I just found it. The Haas avocado board, which I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Neither did I. The Haas <laughs> avocado board found that it that the average millennial household. Okay, we're we're focusing on millennials here, and this makes sense. Average millennial household spent twenty four ninety nine on avocados in two thousand eighteen. Mm. Okay, which is five percent more than non-millennial households. So we, we've got a couple of factors here. We mm. we have the male genome. Is that right? G- male sure. gender, I guess we'll go with that. Okay. Anyway, male gender is more likely, right? We've we found we've established that. Um, and millennials then increases your your probability of of cuts with the avocado, which I wonder. It- if we it's can make a logic jump toast. here, that's what it is. That's what it is. But have you have you guys heard about? Uh, I guess they're what, tail end millennials, I guess. But they they they're going to college and they have to take these like survive on your own courses mm. for how to do basic things like boil eggs and wash your clothes and you know. Mm. I did not it's know that. these millennials that have no idea. You, you haven't heard about these classes? Well, no. I mean, look, I, I'm on the oh, oldest. Is- I'm on the oldest end, like the older end of millennials, and like I was like part of the first couple years of millennials, and we still had home ec in in like in middle school and in high school. So. Yeah, I, I took home ec in middle school. Maybe that's another question. I didn't, but maybe that's another reason you know, to panic. I, is that I they don't do it anymore? Just fine. Yeah, I was just thinking. Do you choke on quinoa? Because I'm, I'm guessing that, that <laughs> that's another way you can tell if you're at risk for avocado hand. <laughs> probably right. How much granola do you eat? Do you eat kale salad regularly? <laughs> that's right. Oh, man. Well, I well, was looking. I, so look, I, I'm, st- I'm still laughing at the fact that there's an avocado board. And now I want to run for the bagel board. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned 2018, Tyler, and it looks like in 2018, there was approximately 8,900 emergency room visits that were directly tied to avocados. Wow. In the, in the United States. Um, and I saw another statistic. I'm just trying to go for scope here so we can kind of see how big this problem actually is. Um, but it looks like between 2008 or 1998 and 2017, there were 50,000 avocado and related knife injuries. And more than half of those hmm. happened since 2013. So the so it's the, getting worse. The, See, and, and it's getting worse. It's a pandemic. Yeah, the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission. It almost is. The U.S. Consumer Product 
Safety Commission conducted a study. Um, they covered 96 hospitals. And so they asked those ERs to estimate the number of injuries caused by avocado. And they found that it was, it was an average of 24 avocado-related hospital visits per day. So, I mean, that's, that's up there. It's way up it's, there. So it's then, panic time. <laughs> that's, that's, that's panic level right there. Oh, that, I'm just wondering from an actuarial standpoint, if insurances are going to start charging you more based on your diet and whether or not you eat avocado regularly. I wonder if you get a life insurance policy, if they're going to have like an avocado rider, you know, when you sign it <laughs> for millennials like and Gen Z. A really good idea. <laughs> Holy cow. Look. <laughs> well, they, they should. 350,000 people are injured in the kitchen every year by knives. <laughs> That's not funny. I don't know why I laughed at that, but uh it's a lot. Whatever. It's just proof that we need a well, avocado rider. Yeah, right. It kind of is actually. I mean, I my kids I guess I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit. My kids have been trained to use knives in the kitchen since they were five years old. Like they use the butcher knives, they use the cleaver, they use the paring knives and you know, mm, yep. proper, proper education, I guess, goes a, a long way. Oh, for but, sure. For sure. I mean, look, I, I, if I would have known to use a butter knife, um, you know, then I would, I would be at less risk. Now I know. See, look, it's, a, it's incredible what education can do. I'll put it on the cutting board. I'll use a butter knife. Bada bing, bada boom, brings my avocado hand risk down to near 0%. I, this, these are just things I didn't know before. Like, you guys need to learn how to cut bagels, I guess. You know, like, you know, go for it. I, I still use a butter knife with bagels. <laughs> I'm so no. scared of cutting my hand. I, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. Everything. <laughs> okay, but I said well, it. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. My... Um, I, it, it's taken me a while, but I finally trained my my family to, as to which knives to use appropriately when. Because for them, a knife is a knife, and it's like, oh, that one will work just fine. It's like, no, 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 that one's a bread knife. Well, how do you know? Because it's rounded on the front and serrated. It's a bread knife. You use it for mm. bread. No, that one's a paring knife. No, that's a steak knife. But it took me a while, but I finally got them to where now everybody they they know the appropriate uses for the knives that's in the important. kitchen. So, so, so they know not to bring a, a butter knife, knife to a steak knife fight. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they better sharpen that thing. <laughs> Those knives are loaded, guys, so treat them accordingly. Well, here's, a, here's a bunch of – I've got some rules of thumb, and then we'll vote on this thing. Okay? So these are things the listeners and uh, us as competent males in the kitchen should think about before we, we grab a knife. Okay? And this what about is from incompetent uh, males? Uh, well, I didn't say we're incompetent, but to, to raise our level of competence, okay. um, I'm not going to drop any names here. Um, but first, we need to use the correct. Tool. <laughs> we need to use the correct tool for the job. And the example that is here it says, "Don't use a knife to open a can." Okay, that's that's Even a fair I thing. That I, one. I haven't tried that one since I was at Boy Scouts. <laughs> but uh, anyways, never cut food in your hand. Don't catch a knife when it falls. Let it drop, unless you're not wearing. If you're not wearing shoes, I would just run. Um, yeah. <laughs> Um, carrying a knife while carrying other stuff is generally a, a bad practice. You want to keep your shears and knives facing downward if you place them in the dishwasher. 
I think there's a large number of injuries that happen from knives pointing straight up in the dishwasher. I believe it. Um, uh, yeah. Don't place sharp utensils in a murky sink. <laughs> have, you, have you ever sliced your hand when you're doing the dishes? Have you ever done that where you've got to dig in the, um, dish, the sink to find something? And it you says just, use it's like dividers to keep roulette. your hands you from getting pray. sliced on a potato peeler. I hope there's nothing Don't in use there. dull knives. Cut right. away from your body. Don't stick your hand in a blender. And that's all I got. <laughs> Good list. Yeah. So one, one thing that we do in our house is we have a two section sink and one side has the dirty stuff and the other side, we just put the knives in. And so the knives are always separated after they're used because, um, I have, um, children who, who aren't the most coordinated when it comes to cutting things. And so we just, we just nip that one in the bud just to make sure. So keep them separated. All right. So I think we can get on to voting now. Um, we're na, talking na, na, about. Na, 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 na. Sorry, <laughs> you did say keep them separated. So I mean, I was thinking it, Tyler, but I'm glad he that did. you I went had with to. It. <laughs> well, you got to keep them separated. Um, <laughs> where am I going here? That's right, we're voting. Okay, so this time I want to keep it as uh, not just avocado hand, but um, using a knife while cutting anything in the kitchen. And it's, I mean, we can, we can show, uh, we showed statistics about millennials having issues because they're millennials, um, and they eat more stuff that they tend to cut in their hands. But, um, on a scale of one to 10, and I will start with, uh, with you, Tyler, uh, wh- wh- what are you panicking about, uh, kitchen knives and, uh, the danger they pose in the kitchen to millennial males? <laughs> Um, well, considering that I'm unfortunately in that demographic, Uh I'm going to excuse myself from it because I'm not worried in my own home, but, um, (laughs) given, given the raw data on the number of people that are injured by utensils in the kitchen where you know that they're present, it's not like you've walked into some place and oh, there's knives here. Um, (laughs) it it shows a a real lack of appreciation for, uh, the, the sharp end of the, of the utensil. So, um, you know, I think that for most of these millennial individuals, since that's specifically who we're talking about here, I think the reason to panic is actually quite high. Um, I wonder statistically where, where it falls in comparison to like, um, I don't know, getting nipped by your small dog or um, getting, you know, getting your, sock your foot run over by your smart car or something. I'm tr- exactly right. I'm trying to think of, of things that, that, or, or like your your typical millennial. I watched it, and I digress. I'm not gonna go tripping on your game controller the in the here, dark but, basement. Um, <laughs> that's it. Or stepping on your on your 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 uh, Star Wars Death Star Lego. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, set. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I saw my son step on uh, a Lego once, no, and I, there was I, a part of me that was like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> now you know." <laughs> I'm just, so, hey, uh, dad of the oh, year here. Man. I want my mug now. <laughs> We've all been there. Um, no, it's definitely a reason to panic. I, I think that, that, you know, for somebody that's not comfortable in the kitchen, I think that, you know, you're probably going to be somewhere around a, uh, you know, a f- I'll go st- over a six because statistically it sounds like you've got a, a better than 50% chance of hurting yourself at some point during the year with a sharp object. So I'm going to re- score that accordingly. So I'm going to say, uh, you know, six. All right. 
is where I'll put that. Where are you, Eli? I think I think this uh, this one's weird. It's like a sliding scale for me. Like if you're a guy and you've got big hands and you don't often prepare food in the kitchen, and you're a millennial, you are at a six or a seven for sure. You know, if you're, if you're a lady and you've got, um, or not even a lady, if, if you just are a, a, a man or a woman with small hands and you are normally preparing food and you're educated about how to cut avocados and obviously it's, it's less, it's more of a, you know, like if you're Tyler, it's a zero or a one or, or whatnot. So, um, <laughs> I'm going to average them out and I'm going to go with a four because, because I think most people aren't getting avocado hand, but like the ones that are, are enough to go to, to bring it up to a four because I saw the photos and it is a gory, it is a painful looking injury um, on these hands. So, so it's a four. I agree. It's disgusting. Like, yeah, yeah, dude looks like a lady. <laughs> Sorry. You have a beard. We've Tyler. got all sorts of music references going on today. So that's just where I'm at. <laughs> that's funny. I'm, I'm, I don't know where to rate this one because part of me wants to, to be a social Darwinist. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I mean, and the other part of me says, well, I wouldn't have made these knife rules if I didn't have the, you know, that reason to panic in the first place. So I'm caught between these two worlds where um, partly I think if you're the guy in a Canyon that shoots a deer at the top and the deer falls on you, it's your fault. Um <laughs> Or if you go bungee jumping off of uh, a bridge and you use a, a cable instead of a bungee cord, then you, you get you get what happens. Like it just happens. But at the same time, like if if you're not aware and you just start using a knife willy nilly in your own hand, I don't know. I guess I just said the same thing. Like if you stab something in your hand, then what's going to happen? Um, I'm I'm going to actually give this one a two. Um, be be self aware. <laughs> enough to know that you don't stab yourself or stab things in your hands. Like there should be a rule on every knife box that says sharp and pointy stay, <laughs> like will cause injury because they're not thinking about it. Like, I don't know. I'm just stuck on this. Ugh, I got so oh. many. Anyway, so that's where we're at. So we've got a two, a four and a six. Um, I think we'll call it a wrap. I don't know where to go with this other than saying, please be careful in the knife, especially if you're between the ages of 30. Uh, we'll go 24. Between the ages of 24 and 40, um, and you have a lot of avocados. Be aware that you could cut yourself if it's in your hand when you're making the cutting motions. Um, listeners, go ahead and answer our question of the week. Would you rather stab yourself or boil yourself, burn your hand? Um, and be sure to like us on iTunes, Spotify, everywhere else that you, you may, may listen to us, Facebook too. Um, and we will see you next week. Tune in for another reason to panic and have a good day. <laughs>